Welcome everyone to episode 51, 51. three in three days. If you've uh, noticed the title, uh, we're going to talk about some fun stuff today. Uh, I've got Blakey here and call me Jake. Yeah. Um, we've had Troy on this week. We've had apparently strong Jacob. Shorter Jacob. Short, yeah. short <laughs> fatter Jacob. Can we call him that? Oh, that's... I don't know. Thicker I'm, Jacob? I'm pretty fat at the moment. Am I going to so. hurt his feelings if I call him that? Technically, I weigh more than him. So <laughs> well, yeah, true. Uh, so we've got to talk about a few things. I think this uh, convo will probably be a little bit uh, less direct as the last two. That was The last two were sort of uh, to one point, like, you know, about studying at university and then about the uh, novice comp. So today... Um, will be a little bit more free-ranging, if you want to call it that. Uh, before we get started, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you subscribe. Hit us with a five-star review. If you're on Spotify, you can follow us and turn on notifications so you know when we drop new podcasts. And lastly, make sure to screenshot if you're listening uh, and share it on your Instagram because we love sharing those too. So, we got Blake here. We got uh, Call Me Jake here. I wanted to get these boys on, um, both these boys in particular, because one, I feel like Jacob's sort of turned a corner in the last few months um, when it comes to this sort of stuff. And I feel that, um, and I know you've been setting some goals uh, and waiting for that leg to be right so you can sort of unleash yourself. So um, today is all gonna be talking about like finding I'm going to probably, yeah, the title is going to be called Finding Epic, Finding Epicness. So um, I want to talk about these sort of uh, endeavours that we're doing that are getting us out of our comfort zone, um, whether they be a powerlifting comp, an obstacle course, a half marathon, a swim, that sort of stuff. I want to talk through these things. I want to talk behind, uh, talk about the motivations that are making us... uh, you know, want to do these things um, and what sort of drives us uh, in that direction. So one thing about this is making sure, you know, they say comparison. And I feel like that's from uh, both looking at yourself and comparing yourself to, you know, your previous self um, and to other people. Because something that might be epic for us might seem fuck all to someone else and vice versa that sort of thing so some people like 5k might be fucking outrageous like that might be the pinnacle at the moment you know something like someone like myself it might be a a marathon or ultra and then you got you know you got other people that are running ultras every other day sort of thing so everyone's sort of epic in quotes is a little bit different so and i don't think one diminishes someone else's so for someone a 5k might seem, you know, that's their mountain to climb. Um, a, power, a novice powerlifting comp might be their mountain to climb. Whereas for us, it might be something different. Something, you know, you might say uh, more advanced in terms of fitness and capacity, but it doesn't mean that it's any more epic, really. Yeah. So, first up, I want to talk about, uh, talk to Jacob. I want him to chat us through the last few months. You've done True Grit, you've done your first powerlifting comp, you signed up for your first sanctioned powerlifting comp, you joined the, uh, the run club, you ran a half marathon, you've been a busy boy. Fill us in, bro. 
Fill us in. So just run us through what you've been doing. Has there been any particular switch that you've flipped or you, you just think it's um, something that's come together the last sort of last half of this year? Attributed all to this, but like I quit smoking. So that's part of it. That's a huge part of it. Because that Sick. was something that, I, that was getting pretty out of control. And it's yep. something I've always kind of justified to myself because it's not a huge problem. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's something that most people are pretty chilled about and um, something that I was super chilled about. But it just started to get to a point, um, you know, a big thing for me was always like, and it's weird because luckily I have like a really understanding missus who was cool with it. But like I have a thing where I, like, I'd get home from work and it was like she knew it was like headphones in for 15 minutes and I'd be like watching something on YouTube. I just needed it. Like I just needed to just not be involved with anyone like in reality and zo zoom out for a bit, you know, like get stoned, chill out. Um, but the problem with it that I found is that the times were getting longer and the more and more I kind of started to actually think about it, it was like... A lot of the time I would sit and watch, you know, what other people were doing and I'd, I'd follow people that were doing, you know, amazing things and, 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 and we watching that sort of stuff. Um, and then I just kind of realized that, I don't know, I just had this sort of day where I just sort of, I woke up, I was like feeling pretty down about it and then I just went like, I can sort of keep sitting and like watching other people do amazing things um, yep. or like I can... I can be that person. Otherwise, I'm just going to live in this like dreamland of like that and always kind of like... You wouldn't be the only one. Like that's oh, the majority of society these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot... And ...things, we probably still do that anyway. We just probably feel a little bit more fulfilled if we're actually doing some stuff of our own. Yeah, it's escapism, <laughs> it's escapism, right? Like, and it's yeah. the same. My biggest thing was like when I was younger, I used to like, you know, and, and, and like, you know, my mum was a good mum and that, but a lot of the time it was like, she'd put me, oh, you know, go, go watch a movie or something. And so I've always been, as you guys know, I'm huge into movies and that. But that, the funny thing is, is like, even since I've stopped, um, like I, I'm not really interested in watching TV much now either. Like yeah, I've, cool. I've found that like the desire has gone away because I'm like, no, nah, I want to go and do something. So, so you feel like your training, your training's increased and, and you just know, life in general, like experience is something that I'm more interested in doing now. Like, and, and, and rather than yeah, like awesome. trying to look at things through a screen, I'm trying to see it through like my own eyes and experience it. So I think, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so, so we are sort of right saying like, cause like Troy mentioned it and, and I sort of like, putting this together I was like he has sort of flipped the switch yeah like and it's not saying that what you were doing before like you were useless or something but it's yeah. more like you know in the last you did true grit like you've started like running like you're still training and obviously and, and you know training hard and putting it down but it's like you've stepped out of your comfort zone and you've taken on challenges like from a athletic point of view yeah like a lot in the last few months so that was um, that was a huge part of it. I think I think yeah. like like I said, it's that escapism again. And I think like like you said, it's like a huge thing that a massive part of the population does, where they kind of spend their time um, imagining what you know, or looking at someone else doing something. Or I think it's the same reason like you could
and they're and you're almost kind of like they're on stage living this life and you almost feel like when you're watching it that's you're into that yeah. you know what I mean like and you're escaping into that world of like oh imagine how amazing that would be because like none of that shit is accurate at all I mean any biopic that was ever made it's like no one's life was even close Dude, to I, that I, you know? I see that a fair bit um, even just in a powerlifting context within you know people in our gym and they sort of put themselves into this world but then and they could tell you you know what fucking person in Perth lifted and they did this for that and this for that and I was like why do you know these things like you, yeah like you should be worrying about your shit and you should you should be signing up for comps and you like you do it like but that said even though you are we, we are sort of putting ourselves out there we still do have that what are other people doing there's a and fan a little aspect. bit of a, a escapism as well yeah yeah that's so, being a fan though I think you know being a fan of something's different like if you're a yeah. fan if you're just flat out interested in something so you know like you guys watch sport right it doesn't mean that you don't want to play rugby yourself yeah. you, you like watching other people so I understand what you're saying but there yeah. is like an aspect to it yeah yeah so talk us through uh, True Grit what were your thoughts on it so True Grit um, for those of you who don't know is like the 10k 30 obstacle mud race yeah mud run sort of thing yeah not that much mud to be fair I thought it was going to be a lot more running than it was um, which was kind of uh, it was just, it was pleasant that it wasn't in the sense that I like running. Yeah. But I don't. Uh, if you like running up hills, then you're not my kind of guy. <laughs> I don't really like running up hills. Like I, I, I'll run for days, but running up hills is just like hills are hard. It's just it's, it's to me it's hard for like no reason too because you're going the same amount of distance, but it's just harder. Uh, you know. So there's there's aspects to it. But Jacob's I, a flat I, earther. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a flat earther for sure. Vert's but, not real. No, it's not real. Um, but yeah, so like uh, for me, it was that was a good experience. I liked that it was like a team thing as well. And for me, it was like, yeah, I, it's funny starting off that I kind of, I remember just being like the first year of PTing and I just like, you know, I started to see CrossFit and shit and I was like, oh, this is, you know, everyone had that immediate like, oh, this is stupid and why are they doing everything put together? And yeah. it just, you know, but it's like, and I've said it to Blake before as well. It's like, and, and you as well, the, the more and more that I've been training, the more and more that I'm just like, man, I just want to like run heaps and deadlift and pull ups yeah, and stuff. You, you understand know? Like, the uses and the application of, of different things. You don't have to be, and you don't have to pick a team. No, no, exactly. And yeah. that's one thing you, like you've been doing lately. Blakey's sort of interested in it and obviously he's been held back by his injury. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to be like, I'm a crossfitter. No, no. I'm no. a powerlifter. No way. No, I just, no. I'm a runner. Like, um, and that's where like our love of sort of um, being sort of like a Swiss army knife, um, I f feel like you've sort of come along through that stage anyway. Well, like, it's, it's called health and fitness. And yeah. I think a lot of people forget about that. And, yeah. I, and there's like, especially... I'm not going to like point anyone out, but there's like, you know, especially like you said, someone will be like, I'm a power lifter. And then they'll be like, like 10 minutes on a, on like, they can't even do like a five minute warm up on like an aerodyne bike. They're like this. Oh, I hate this. You yeah. Know, like any, even a slight cardio. And it's like, they're, it, so uh, they're, Oh, well, I had to do eights. Yeah. Yeah. It just becomes a, like a, a, like a, like a meme in reality. Pretty much. It's yeah. like, don't talk yourself out of it. Cause you know, you, like you have to not like eights cause you're a power lifter. Yeah, basically, and that, and that's and that's like a part of it too. Like that's why I find myself now getting to a point where there's and it's been really weird lately, and I won't sort of go too into it. But there's just certain people now where I'm just like, 
um, like I'll just I'm, I'm not gonna um, like talk to you anymore like I'm just gonna pretend you don't exist because I'm getting to a point now where I'm like like if someone's just this person who's just like oh the gym yeah 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 like you're my nightmare like get away from me you yeah. know what I mean like because at the end of the day everyone's entitled to feel the way they want to feel but, but being around people like that doesn't um, mean you have to entertain entertain a conversation for it I do that all the time yeah people dude. probably think yeah. I'm a prick but if like and I even said it to Troy yesterday I was like about some of the chats that were possibly going to be happening at, at a powerlifting comp I was out of there I was like these dudes don't need to be talking about this yeah. while they're competing I'm fucking out of there the yeah. same sort of thing you don't need to entertain like that negative talk about like fucking how hard everything is and all that sort of stuff yeah. um, talk us through uh, your thoughts on the weekend's novice comp so you jumped into your first powerlifting competition. Yep. Um, what were your thoughts on it? Okay, so, I mean, for, first of all, for me, like when it came to competing in general, um, I think that uh, a, lot, a lot of what threw me off to begin with was just like the rules of it, um, only because I wasn't looking at it from the perspective that I probably should have been. Like it was more like, it was like, Ugh, annoying like ugh, like all these rules aren't so silly but then when you start to really understand that the rules are more in place to set a standard um, of what lifting should be in terms of just like doing yeah, it has it to standardise everything well like health and yeah. safety you know what I mean like yeah. to a point you know what I mean it's just like no, no one wants to see like no one's ever looked at like a big dirty like rounded back deadlift and been like oh great lift like no one yeah. wants to see that shit so at the end of the day it's like even though that's probably the one you can get away with it is it <laughs> in is. terms of the rules yeah so more more so what I would say is big rounding and then like a ridiculous hitch like a Larry yeah, Wheels yeah, yeah, hitch yeah, yeah. that looks disgusting and no one wants to see it so like I, I get it now and um, especially with something like bench press I think bench press is like I like I, I don't you even you have the argument you could take the uh, press command out like mm. if everything remained the same you just had to touch your chest it would be like would it be that different I, yeah, so that's the point I was going to make because I disagree with that. I think that the, I don't. It's not necessarily the press command, but pausing. I'm realizing now that I'm yeah, running, I can see the pause. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm running into way less problems personally with my bench, and even when I'm training clients, it's and just you, going. And, and it's sort of like you could, there could be that sort of uh, like yeah, it touched my chest, but I half bounced it off. That sort of thing. It's just too. It's in those big fat blokes off their guts and stuff like that. Pretty much, and this and this is where it's like I think they ran into the those problems back in I think it was like uh, the sixties or the seventies. Whenever they took the overhead press out of Olympic weightlifting, yeah, yeah. same problem because it's too hard to like do it without it being like yeah a touch. So that so the rules I started like, I think I started to actually respect them on the weekend. That was yep. something I started to kind of like see how they were doing things. For a start, the way that Rushi's ran things, I thought was like I don't see how they could have done it better in the sense that yeah, I man. guess in a way I kind of thought we're very, maybe, we're very lucky to have them running gym uh, running competitions the way they do yeah I thought it would have been messier maybe like there would have been even when there was like screw ups when like people screwed up or like they put the weight wrong it was very quickly sorted out and then there was no time yeah, the day wasn't stretched it's out it's more a uh, more a, a limitation of the would you say software or the system that they're running yeah basically not yeah. their fault like yeah. and, and, and but even then even though it wasn't them they were still the ones that fixed it if you know yeah. what I'm saying and they did it in like a timely manner which I like too because probably the main thing and the only thing I'd really talk about that I hated was just the waiting and I, like I think for yeah. me 
that was a part that I really, really struggled with, and mainly because the I waiting between lifts or the uh, the waiting between attempts at a certain lift or the waiting between squat bench deadlift. All of it, both. Yeah, because yeah. obviously we <laughs> just come you- up and do my nine lifts and be done with it. Well, I, but I think we all sort of feel like that. I mean, like unless you you know unless you're someone who enjoys big rest periods, um, yeah. we've talked about this before. I don't. So like I, I after I if I'm doing even if I'm PRing five ten minutes is what I need. So yeah, half ended an up hour, being twenty. Well, t- yeah, t- twenty minutes or even closer to half an hour. That's too much, especially between a bench. Like bench is like even less time for me. Like, but squatting was where the real problem was because it's like you're cooling down at that point, and you're like, I need to yeah. get back under there. But so that that was probably the only part I actually really disliked about it in terms of the lifting on stage. It was it was quite funny how um, I sort of didn't feel. It was almost like I was always I was constantly waiting for that nervousness to kick in, but it just yep. didn't kind of come. Like it didn't really. So do you know. feel like um, like it was what you were looking for in terms of getting out of your comfort zone, or not quite? I think I think it was, um, but I think for me it's the kind of thing um, where it's it's like your approach is probably the only way I'll ever take it. Like it's definitely not something like out of my comfort zone a hundred percent. But as as in terms of like, like do you feel you feel more fulfilled? running a true grit or running a half marathon that sort of thing i I'll, I'll put it to you like this like i would say that i feel fulfilled in a checklist kind of way when it comes to powerlifting. where yep. when i'm running i feel fulfilled in like a physical way knowing that like i can do something and and, and like my body's better than it was because like for me makes sense and that's a part of one of the reasons why i obviously wanted to stop smoking as well but the biggest thing for me is like looping just running back to what I was saying before when people are like, oh, I hate the gym. People who are like, I need coffee to survive. Also, people I generally find pretty annoying yep. um, just because I like to not rely on things. I like to think that you could chuck me in the jungle tomorrow and like, I and, don't want to be like stressing about of, coffee. Is that part of the, the, uh, the sort of um, change in mindset that you found yourself relying on smoking and stuff like that? Oh, definitely. That's what yeah. I mean. Like I would, I would get to the point where it, everything would be like, like we're going to go to the movies. Like, like oh I've got to get stoned before I do that you know what I mean like before I'd eat food's going to taste better if I'm stoned you know what I mean like all this sort of thing and the thing for me is it's like so then yeah you are really relying on it as well well I think most people do and they're just in denial about it Well, but but it's so much easier with weed because it's something that just like doesn't hurt anyone it's not expensive and like it's something that like I only ever did at night time mainly and it was just it was was such a chilled thing is starting to become a lot more socially acceptable exactly Um, so yeah but that but so for me it was like that's what I'm saying. I don't like relying on things. It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with its cons, you know? I think it's, 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 <laughs> it's one of those things like, you know, where... You still it's, like... It's anything that you do in excess is when you really start to yeah, realize the problems. You know, well, I, would, I was finding myself before the comp even just getting like nervous. Like I'd be sitting down at nighttime and we'd be watching a movie or something and I'd be getting nervous. Like all of a sudden just like I'd feel fine. As mm. soon as I go high, like 10 minutes later, I'd just be getting like anxious about the comp. Like, oh man, I don't know if I want to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's not, like, what it's not what it's supposed to be doing. Well, no, but it's like, I, I didn't, I'd literally have to sit there and tell myself when you're sober, you don't feel like this. So yeah. I got to the point where I was like, if this is doing this to me, um, it's not helping me in any way. Um, I just need to, I need to yeah. Yeah, get rid of it. And you know me, I'm a hundred kind of person. So it's like, I'm not going to do it casually. I'm just going to have to not do it now. Sweet. So Talk us yeah. through... Talk us through the uh, half marathon. Um, so, Blakey's here, by the way. Hasn't got a word yeah. in the um, uh, Yeah, I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in, <laughs> uh, It's good. You'll get your chance in a little yeah, bit. Um, 
So Blakey, what what uh, member number are you in the run club? Four. Yeah, that that, that's a, that's, not that, sexy. that's a shock. Yeah. Four's not sexy, is it? Did mine in the bush, but <coughs> did yours in the bush? Did mine in the bush, Buzz? Oh, true. Still, I think we. What still time did you get? Two. Two flat. Nah, I think I'm thinking like. Oh, did even? I don't think I even had a time limit nah, on it then. Nah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was, it was under two twenty. Okay, so nice. we've had a. I think you might be ninth. I thought I was number 10, but ninth maybe or 10th. Yeah. Duds was ninth. Your 10 then. Yeah. 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 Cause Johnny was eighth. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, you, you got that done now. Was that something I feel like that was like, we talk about like today's about like finding that epic, finding that something where you can say like, it, it sort of creates that moment in time where like, that was my first of this. I remember doing that then. I feel like that sort of sums up. Like if you do a powerlifting, if you do 20 powerlifting comps in five years, like unless you're lifting a certain weight and you have that landmark, that they all sort of become less epic. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But now you'll be able to think back to your first half marathon until you've done a shitload of them. Then it will become less impressive. That nah, makes sense. No, nah, I disagree. But there, but there creates that it creates that like moment in time is probably the not the right way to term it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you got it done. Run us through it. I see what you did there. Yeah, I mean, jokes. <laughs> it's not. I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty spontaneous, but it was that same sort of thing. Um, obviously, it's 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 still connected. To like what I was talking about like it was like yeah like quitting was a big thing for me I just felt fresher for a couple of days the comp was like the third day that I hadn't done anything and it was like I just immediately felt different and then the run was like funnily enough I feel like I shouldn't have been able to do it considering <laughs> like I don't know, my lungs probably shouldn't be in I, half decent shape. I'm surprised I've, they were. I've seen you run and I'm going to say it doesn't look easy. And <laughs> I know you're, I know you're, <laughs> no, I know you're heavier than what you have been in the past when you've done a lot of running at lighter weights. Which but I've, I didn't, I didn't run well, anywhere, any, anywhere, no, but I didn't younger. run anywhere in between 75 kilos and now. Yeah, so I, that's what yeah. I mean. So I've seen you doing some block runs and stuff and I'm like, yeah, it looks like, would you say a struggle but like you're in the middle of a workout it's supposed to look like that but it yeah. looks like you know it doesn't come easy no um and then for you to go i think you've been hitting some fives every now and then mm-hmm. like probably not even really lately because the powerlifting was coming up yeah but i know you the were like road run stuff like the, the workouts you put up were cool because it was like I, especially like you said because of the combo i had to look at things like okay like you can do something but like don't do too much yeah you don't want to overdo it and then be like oh I can't get my lifts in as well there has to be a little bit of balance so when you came and said like I ran 21 I was like fuck man like I know that would have and even the like the time it took you as well it's that's you can tell straight away that that was pretty tough like that's the sort of thing that I want to talk about trying to find where you're sort of digging deep You, you can't go there all the time like you can't go to that place every day yeah. You can't go to that place every, probably every week. Yeah. There has to be these like little points within a year, within a few years where, yeah, I'm taking it to that point um, yeah. where I'm sort of digging deep and 
it becomes that, like I said, that moment in time sort of thing. So I think run us through just quickly, like what the run was like. Do you feel good at the start? Did you start fucking cramping? Did you have to walk and like just run us through like the little particulars of the run? Yeah. So when I started, I like I've got like a kind of run that I normally do. Um, so it's like near. I live near Tramby, so it's like to, yep. to put it in perspective. And I sort of I run from there. Um, and then I've got to run along like Mandra Road. Then I go up Safety. Then I go down Safety Bay Road. But but this time I went up it because I was like I need obviously more distance um, to be able to to get this this twenty one in obviously because otherwise I'm going to have to do like laps. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, you need know, to run further away from home. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I also so need, you need more distance. Well, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But but also if you've um I don't know if you've been to. Um, I don't know if you've been to the land of Baldivis, um, but yeah, basically, um, yeah, so there's, just was posing. Um, yeah, so basically there's, you know, it's full of hills, right? So you've got to be really careful where you turn because if you turn down the wrong street and you're halfway up a hill. Long you can, slow like, ones you, out there, eh? Yeah, Long so, slow hills. Yeah, so I got to about three and it's weird. I have this kind of vivid memory, but I got to about 3.6 and I remember looking at it going, I really thought it was more than that. Um, and then I was just like... <laughs> the worst but I was, feeling. But it was feeling, and it was like, I think it was like 18 minutes or something. So I was like, oh, I'm doing all right. Like, because my pace is the, 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 my struggling point, obviously, like you said, yeah. being heavier um and then and then like recently i started doing this thing where i and i said it to you yesterday i sort of slowed down to a point where someone could walk faster than me if you know what i'm saying right so it was like this but 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 what i found was by doing that my lower body wasn't giving up on me as soon as i'd stop it would just like ache hell bad and you know i would obviously like you know and it's got to do with like obviously like lactic acid and stuff like that but i was like i'd stop and be like oh i need to stop for ages so it was like if i just don't stop and slow right down it's a bit easier and so that literally pretty much got me through yesterday so i started to get to the point where i got to close to like nine and then amber was so my girlfriend was heading back from the shops and i was like can you drop me off some water because the the running aid station basically yeah right (laughs) so i needed my own station i was like i and and this is the best thing as well too because she sort of didn't ask me she wasn't like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what's going on here? Sort of thing like that. She's really good in the sense that she was just like, okay, babe, where are you? Right? And I'm like, I'm running along Safety Bay Road. But because I'm on this side, and obviously she's, she, you know, no one can see this, but I was on the other side to where she was driving. So yeah, she stuck had to, on the wrong side of the road on the median strips, man. It does become a problem. Yeah, they, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so she had to come and quickly pull in. But I couldn't stop because of my pace. So she just had to like throw the bottle out of the window and I had to just catch it and keep running, right? And I'm like covering <laughs> so myself funny, in man. it. And I'm like, right, I'm just, I'm keeping it going. I, what I did is I set, once I got to nine, I set my like alarm and I was like, if I get to 12 by this amount of time, I can do this. Yeah. All right. Because and by do this, it means um, get it underneath the two and a half hours. Get it, get it under two and a half hours. Which the, is the, the run club entry. Yeah, oh, because for a start, I could have got it in 2.30.01 and AJ would have been like, nah. <laughs> so I knew as well. And, and here's the thing, part of it, and this is probably going to sound a bit weird, but part of it as well was what I was like, I don't have to do this right now at all. But nope. there was a few things that were like, if I do... Like gonna, I, just, yeah. I just ran a half marathon and did a powerlifting comp in a period of like three days. I was like, yeah, that's man. pretty awesome. Yeah. I was like, also, um, AJ's like... 
fucking hounding me. Like he's always making these little comments and shit about saying <laughs> something to me. He's always giving me this like little nudge of just like, oi man, are you doing better? You should. And I don't just, even do that on purpose. I'm just no, a prick, I he, think. Here's, here's, here's <laughs> the thing, right? And here's the thing too. Like, and this is what was funny about it is because at first that was part of it. And then I got to the 12 and then it was like, I actually don't give a shit about any of that now. I know that I can do this and yeah. I'm doing it for that reason. And I was yep. like, and my legs and that was sore, but I'm like, I'm doing this right now because like, you just never know with life when things are going to go and what's going to happen. I was like, I can, I can do this right here, right now. And if I, and, and there's no reason I shouldn't, there's no reason that I yep. should stop right now. I do not have a decent enough reason to stop. That's like that old, uh, that 40% rule, you know, that David Goggins talks about when you think you're done, you're only at 40%. Well, that, that was a big part of it too because it was like all I could think about was like how like and, and I suppose now you say it it's, it's, it's probably not how I thought about it then but it was like I, I don't know where I'm at with what I can do and unless I keep going I'm not going to know. Yeah. So it was like I'm just going to keep going until I physically can't and, and, and so I got to that point where it was like I remember looking at my phone and obviously using all trails um, I try to not look at it because it's like I got to that point where I'm like I look at 19 it's 19Ks and I'm like I'm going to do this, right? Yeah. I looked at it again. Those last two what, what can be so like long sometimes, man. It felt like it had been five minutes. I looked at it again. It was like 19.1. I was yeah. like, oh <laughs> my God, right? And I'm running. And there was like, I remember stopping for a second. And um, I've my heart plays up sometimes because I do have like a bit of a, an, a like a heart condition, but not a hell bad one. But it, it, it was really starting to give me a bit of grief. And I was getting a little worried, but I was like, I'll be right. Um, and then I was like, I spoke to Amber again. I'm like, babe, can you bring me a Gatorade? I'm like, dude, dur- during this thing, like he was talking about it yesterday, you feel like there's no possible way I could do this without some more water. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, and like, pretty much, you're probably dehydrated anyway. Obviously, it's it helps and it like refreshes you and it's like what replenishing. But like at that moment in time, it's just like if I don't have any water, this just like. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. like the most important thing to you at that moment in time. And it's and, like, I he, need to have this Gatorade. <laughs> I have to have this Gatorade. Like, Pretty much. But, yeah. but, but here's the thing as well. It's like, if it hadn't have been an option, like say she was at work, yeah. probably still would have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. kind of thing where like, you know, it's that luxury, isn't it? But I was like, oh, like I'll do it. And I sculled like half of it and quickly, like I just gave it back to her. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, getting towards the end. Dude, the she's last- got to... The- the, yes. mobiles, the mobile aid station, bro. I need one of those. Yeah, oh, man. She's, she's, <laughs> she's next level. But like I, I... And then I got about 20Ks and I was at that last one. But I, in my head, I'd Googled before what the half marathon was and it's like 21... Point one. Point zero, but it says like 0.098 on yeah, Google, yeah, yeah. right? So I was like, if I don't do this point one, and he to turns To be fair, around, Dud's, Dud's GPS was uh, like 70 meters short when he did it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have to take that to the the uh, <laughs> the, the, tri- tribunal. <laughs> the, the tribunal, the tribunal." And I, see, you see what I mean? I know he's <laughs> such a dick. So I was just like, be like, you know what? I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> so what I did don't is don't let like, it happen again. <laughs> I screenshotted it on twenty one and twenty one point one just because I was like, if I for some reason don't make this last hundred meters, but I was doing it towards the end. It was like. I was at the point where I was like, my legs were all getting pretty numb and I was like, I am just going to drop. As soon as I see that number, like I'm just going to hit the ground. Like yeah. I'm just going to do it. And that last, that last like, I don't know, kilometer was just like, Dude, from, it's, oh yeah. it's so crazy how much in your head you can just be like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, you can stop, but it's, you just, you feel like if you do, um, like the, the feeling of disappointment for me 
if I was to stop or not get it was f- f- yeah. you know, that definitely outweighed I, the, what I needed to like the pain mm-hmm. outweighed so, so until that until that um, pain outweighs that disappointment um, I think that you've got more more to go dude the um, yeah. I, I was saying this to Justin who does a bit of running as well I've been helping him with his strength work for a few years um, at that point in time again it's like the most important to you, thing to you or like uh, you would be so disappointed if you stopped and walked but then when you look when you look back and obviously it gets diminished by the more running that you do you look back and you don't even know what run if you look back at it especially like if you got data and like we got Strava and Garmin accounts that sort of stuff you look back and you're like did I stop and walk during that and sometimes you don't even know yeah like one of my best runs is like uh like 30 k's in 259 and I walk like i stopped and walked like three or four times during it and i know in the past when it's like your first one the like stopping and walking or like taking a, a piss stop or something like that can sometimes be like you put too much weight into the decision whether it happens or not you know what i mean there's more behind that though because and this is what like what you just mentioned about me running as well man like that's what i'm trying to say like i'm i'm not that heavy at the moment but like like I'm still sitting around 105 like obviously because that's what I weighed in at comp yeah. and like I, I couldn't I didn't have the time like my pace oh, no, no not so much from that point of view yeah. but more just like you put this big weight on it that like you're some you're some sort it like it's some sort of like diminishing your your um, effort because you've stopped and had a piss or something like that but then like well, and I, at that yeah. point in time it seems like there's something that's really important but in the grand scheme of things it's really not and it's something that the more you do you'll realise it doesn't really matter like, if, you mean if you do it? yeah if you stop and like you just fucking have a walk for like 100 metres or you stop for a piece when you think oh I could keep running I can, I can hold it in you don't have to well it depends on like, it depends it, if you're trying to hit a time though isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the time you're just more well when it's longer distance you're not like I know I've been not too concerned with timings and stuff like that no. but and a, a lot of the time if you do that it sort of ruins the moment that you're in anyway because you're like oh fuck I need to go for a piss and then like your mindset sort of changes oh I've got to keep running and then you're in this like it becomes a chore sort of thing yeah. rather than like experiencing the run and like now I know like what you're saying yourself. I know what you're saying now yeah, yeah. So, and like I've looked back at runs and I was like, fuck, did I stop then? I don't know. Like, and at the point in, at that point in time, it was like really important. And then it just becomes fucking not even a blip. All right. Yeah. Did you, um, did you have like any key moments, uh, during the run where you had like a bit of head noise and you kind of had to, obviously you bought, you feel your body, but did it's you like have any, the whole thing. Yeah. Did you have like <laughs> any moments of the head noise where you kind of had to find like them, um, I know f- for the for the half half marathons that I've done, you find like, all right, I'll just get to this many Ks. And then when you get there, I'll get to this many. Like, did you have any little head noise where you had to kind of fight through? Yeah, I think I think there was a lot of that, especially towards the end. Um, but I, I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, like it's like I keep circling back to that. But for me, like it's been a, always been a big part of my life um, to be that kind of, you know, yeah, like that, you know, like stoner kid who didn't do stuff. So for me, like it was just, I've always been, I really struggle like when I've come off it in the past as well, 
because I'm a bit different and I have a lot of people mention that too. So when, when I was like doing it, I, f- I felt different than I normally would as well. Like even though it's only been like a week, it's, I have like a different thought process too. Cause like that's, I don't like real, when I was like smoking, I get real doubtful. I don't feel like that now. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm also not, it's not like a cocky competitiveness, but the, the head noise was like, it wasn't, it used to be, um, I would call it more self-deprecating. Like, don't be a pussy, where I don't think that's a great way to think. Um, just personally, what, I don't think This that time was more like, you can do this. Yes. Yeah. So it was. I actually had the confidence that I could do it. So the head noise was better than it would have been in the past. Because in the past, that was... It was that, yeah. It was not having that confidence, where now it was like... Like I said, I got to that 12, and it was like, okay. Yeah, and then I got now. to the 19, and it was just like... Like, that 19 was like, literally no one cares if you do this. But you can. Mm. So, are you going to, or are you gonna like? Yeah. Are you gonna yeah. give up? And it was like, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna give up. Nah, you know not, I mean? not when you're not when you're 19 deep. Fuck. Nah, bro. Fuck. Not no. when you're 19 deep. Exactly, fuck. man. All right, exactly. getting uh, getting on to Blakey. So, uh, just trying not to take forever on today's podcast. I think we both have. Are you 9:30? Uh, 10. 10. All right, sweet. Um, Blakey, update us on the leg. Uh, run us through the swim that you've signed up for. Make sure you're close enough to the microphone as well. Um, yeah, talk um, us yeah, through it, bro. So, uh, the leg's going really well. I'm, um, every week I seem to be adding new movements um, or adding weight to movements as well. Yep. Um, unilateral stuff, meaning single leg stuff, is feeling really good. Um, I deadlifted yesterday and felt really good with that. How much? 60. Yep. And Sweet. I had to fight the urge to go, fuck, I wonder how much I can fucking deadlift. Don't do that. <laughs> but no, no, I had to play it smart and trust And it was fine? You just yeah, it felt really good. I was a little bit sore when I woke up this morning. Yep. But once you start moving around, it's, it, it uh, opens up. But yep. no, the leg's going really well. Um, and yeah, the rehab's going good. So uh, th- it's funny, with, with the different injuries, your rehab kind of cha- well, changes. So I look back, uh, when I had my uh, groin done at the start of the year, uh, running was a big part of my rehab. Yep. This time I obviously can't run, so riding, push bike, and yep. swimming has been, has been quite massive. Yep. So I've been swimming quite a bit, and uh, yeah, so I've signed up to the Bustleton Jetty Swim in yep. uh, February. 3.6 Ks? 3.6 Ks, so up the jetty and around and back. Yeah. So um yeah, at the moment I'm just uh, at the moment I'm swimming twice a week, and that'll ramp up come January to three. Yeah. Three times a week, and then yeah, it's. Uh, so that's a, again like finding that, you know that. Fuck! What did I? I said it at, when I did the um like the uh, marathon across the day sort of thing. I said like try and have more unusual days or something like that. Yeah. Something like less usual days. So you know we we come in we train here. We, you, you would normally like go play rugby, go play touch, that sort of stuff. It's like, how do we create those days where it creates that point in time we could do our first open water swim? Yeah. Like you're going to know about that. Like that for me is like, and some people like, our swimmers would be like 3.6, yeah, whatever, yeah. do that every weekend. But that's like, for them, like that's not their epic. Like this is your epic that you're yeah. finding. And it might not be the right term, but it's the term I'm using today. Um, but it's finding that point in time and you'll be able to look back and say like, oh, I did the, my first Bustleton swim and you might end up, say you went and do a hundred more, this becomes less of a deal or it might actually become, you know, you know, it might be that thing, that, that 
that stimulus that made you go and do the hundred more. Yeah. Um, but it sort of creates that less typical day. And it also, uh, I'm which is what we're what we're searching for. It is, and and also I think we're similar as well. And I guess we can all relate to like I'm very big on if I'm training, there has to be training for something. Like I have to, I can't. I find it, I find it hard to just just be training and then not kind of just going through the motion. Like nah, I have see, to have I, a goal. I enjoy it enough that like yeah. I train. I oh, can do stuff where I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I can train just to be happy with fucking beating duds at a workout. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but that's what I mean. But but it's it's your tra- competition. I suppose that is a it's, pur- it's, purpose. It's, it's, isn't it's competition. It? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so I mean, you. I don't. I'm not training to take out the fastest time as but as jetty swim. Yep. But I'm training so that way, when I get in this, pool, when I get in the pool every session, I know that all right, there's a purpose for this. Yep, yep, yep. So, but it's um, well, yeah, and that's the the other thing. Like, you could easily diminish it and say like, oh, it's gonna take me, you know, like three hours, and the winner did it in one. Yeah. Nah, and sort I of diminish, like, like think it diminishes your like, you know, your effort. And it doesn't like that fucking adventure race I did took me six hours, 15 minutes and the winner did it in four. And I like to think I'm fit and fucking able and, you know, can put myself in a tough spot and I get beaten by two and a quarter hours. Mm. And like, you can look at it and be like, fucking, why would you bother? Because like, so what they though. did, yeah, what they did, nothing to do with me. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have done it in two hours. Good on them. But you've also got complete like that, like got no idea their background how much they weigh oh, and they yeah, lift oh, weights like, but what I mean is if you really wanted to sit and comp- compare it there's so many other oh, variables yeah, exactly. too yeah. like, I've done, like when, when I did the ultra and I came like there was a few DNFs but there was like three people behind me and I was like fuck I power clean more than everyone out here <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's something that it's, it goes back to something it, it goes back to something that we're going to touch on as well and that's the self-fulfillment yeah and yeah. it's just and it's saying you know, oh, I did that. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's what it comes down to, really. Yeah. But, um, um, what's the hardest part about the uh, the swimming, man? Technique? Is it boredom? Is it, like, do you enjoy it? That yeah. sort of thing? So, back when I was a bit younger, I used to do a bit of squad training. So, I used to do a bit of swimming. Oh, swimmer Blake. Yeah. So, that's why I'm a decent lifeguard, too. Oh, fish. okay. He's a fish, he reckons. Nah, nah, definitely not. Um. It's it's the uh, it's the boredom part, eh? Yeah. Like I know it's good for me, and I f- and it, you feel good afterwards. But it's just looking at that black line, and you just you just working. It's just oh, it's not that. you know. I'd rather chase a ball around, or yep. you can do a lot more. You can run in the bush, and you're looking around. But when you're just chasing this black line, and and you know what? And swimming's fucking hard work, man. Like yeah, it, it's hard work, and and you feel it. So when you're doing these intervals, and you and you're trying to hold a time, it's like all right, I'm working for this whole thing. Yeah, There's but a, it is good as well. Like, I do I do enjoy. I don't hate it, but it's. It doesn't. I don't. Do are you um, when you're swimming? Are you sort of thinking other thoughts outside of the pool, or are you thinking technical aspects, or do you sort of drift in and out? Because I know when I was swimming, like I did a few training swims uh, down at the beach for the adventure race, and I would really go through phases of reaching for my stroke and thinking about how I'm breathing and then it would be just like letting my mind go yeah. and and sort of 
you get into that meditative state where the arms and legs are just moving and you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. What like so, what are you going for with your training so, with so, your swimming? So, so now I've just started a program. Yeah. Shout out to Lily. That's suss me out. Yeah. One of the, one of, one of one of the swimmers. Yeah. One of the gun swimmers locals. Um, so when I was starting, I was just um, just going for distance, and you know I, I was just building it up. And that was when it was at the start because I was reading the Ross Edgeley book yep. about how he swam around Great Britain. So yep. it was kind of a bit of a good G up as well because he does. You swim a K, team. and then you realise what he did. You just like yeah. holy fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. So if that doesn't get you up and about <laughs> to go to the pools, like fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I did when I was doing these first sessions, and it was just literally right. I'm going to get in and swim. One probably, K, probably easier K. to just turn your brain off yeah. in that sort of session. I'd, I would think a little bit about technique, um, but then I would just let my mind go and yeah. just. It's like that with running as well. Like running's yeah. not fun if you're thinking like heel strike arms like this yeah. and heel strike and relaxed shoulders. Like yeah. you guys don't f- think you guys don't think that. <laughs> nah, like it's not fun, <laughs> but there is runs that are like that. Like yeah. especially you go towards more like an interval. Um, session in the pool you're thinking you're, more about it you're thinking about like thinking about things that are going to help you swim faster so you're yeah. making the times that sort of thing yeah. I've got the same like uh, I enjoy my long Sunday run where I barely look at my watch way more than the four 1k repeats that I do the four 1k repeats you know like you've got to keep a certain form and yeah. you know you've got to be onto it a little bit and your mind doesn't you don't get let go like and that's one of the reasons I like sort of long distance running is that it is has that meditative sort of you can get into that state a little bit mm. where you think about other things and you solve your own problems and you think of ideas and you become you know creative and I have some like great thoughts when I'm in the middle of the bush just sort of thinking breathing hard that sort of thing you don't do that when you're doing four 1Ks nah <laughs> not, not when you're on the clock nah not when you're on the clock not at all alright um, can, I, can I just ask a, a question about it? So, like, um, I, I really struggle with swimming personally. Like, I, I to be honest with you, um, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to be that guy. Um, I do it, I breaststroke most of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, you'd be surprised how many people... Yeah. Qu- broke quads on the breaststroke, though. Yeah. I did a few bit, bits of breaststroke in the adventure race. Yeah. And quads were just, like, wanting to go. Cramping. Oh, really? I was just like, oh, not breaststroke. And I'm back to fucking freestyle. Yeah, yeah I really struggle <laughs> with freestyle just mainly because, like, it, it's something that doesn't seem to bother me now. But I, like, one point used to get... um. I just had like a really weird kind of like lat imbalance feeling. Well, I'm finding now it's becoming less like prevalent, but it's like still feels like it's there. And I really notice it when I'm swimming. So I always feel like I'm a little bit like this. Um, But in terms of like swimming, especially after the leg and that, um, like how did that impact it? Like, did you find like, because you said to me before that you pretty much just like can't even, or when you first started, you just weren't even using legs. Yeah, so when I first was uh, getting a couple of, well, okay, and that in I was just literally using my upper body, which was pretty rough. But um, this is where kind of my swimming background and being in the pool and confident in water as well. You know, I've also surfed as a kid as well, so like being in the water, it was I was able to get through it kind of thing. Um, but to answer, to kind of answer your question, it was a massive difference when the legs come back in. Like, let me tell you, I felt it. I was like, fuck yeah. All right, this is sweet. We got but, a motor. It, yeah, it's, but it, you know, really, it, it's more just to keep you, you stable. Like so, as you were saying, like you found like you were kind of rocky through the water as you as you pull. You, pull you probably the water. feel like I feel like that a little bit because I'm like breathing on one side because I'm a spaz and breathing on the other side just 
I don't know how that happens. It's like doing yeah. mixed grip the other yeah. way. Hey, it just yeah. doesn't work. I'm yeah. better at that than breathing on the okay. other side. Put it that way. But like you do feel like your stroke this way is probably longer. Like breathe, long, like when you're breathing that side. So for me, I breathe on the right. I'd be like left arm forward feels like a lot longer for me or so, like or vice versa, whatever it ends up. But then you feel like, was I pulling more with one arm because I'm breathing? Yeah. So it's not really a symmetrical movement, even mm. though it's designed to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but your legs, but, your, my, <laughs> but that's your, probably because we're spazzers at swimming, bro. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but yeah, no, your leg. I just found that the legs you get more push, but it was more just stable. I just felt a bit more stable, bro, just through the water and just keeping that nice shape. Because sweet, yeah. All right, if, if bro. that answered your question, it I, did. It did very well, Blake. Thank you for that. So, um, after this, are you going to pursue uh, swimming any further? Are you going to go just straight into rotto or what? Oh, <laughs> what's rotto? Nineteen. Rotto's fucked, man. I like to I like to do Rotto in a team. So yeah, but the they boys. do it like five minutes on, fifteen minutes off. That yeah. doesn't sound like you know how I'm like we're talking about like finding epic. To me, that's not that epic. Yeah. Like you're doing that for six hours, so you only like it. It just. <laughs> I love how we're just talking about how a K's hard, and he's just like nineteen, no, five but on, like, 15. like that doesn't no, sound but that the way epic. They split like, it up. Like you're not you're not getting you're not putting yourself in discomfort. Really. I hear what like, you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah. As opposed to going and swimming yourself. a six k by yourself. Yeah, mm. it's different. Um, I don't I don't know, but I'm definitely going to keep swimming in my training because I feel like the benefits from it are in the gym as well. Yep. Like my my pull strength is definitely getting um, stronger. Uh, you know, you look at top level, high performance athletes, you know, CrossFitters, for example, they do it as also an active recovery session as well. Yep. So to get that conditioning without hurting the joints and loosening up. So I will yep. add it. Whether I do like another thing, I don't know, man. It, this might be like the, uh, the impetus for you to be like, oh, I'm going to chase down some more swims and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I wouldn't mind pushing like doing a swim event, like a 5K or something, like yeah, where I cool. just go like, like I can swim two, not very fucking well, um, but like, a, all right, five, let's see if we can go five Yeah. and take it from there. Um, like we can talk through some stuff that we want to do anyway and swimming will be a part of it for me to some degree um, as well. Yeah. So we're going to get into a little bit of psychology. <laughs> Shit, man, I had the textbook out and everything. <laughs> Damn, who have I become? <laughs> I didn't open that thing the whole time I was at uni. Um, so I want to sort of talk about like our motivations behind these things and so I looked at it like a little bit of like the, the psych- psychology theory uh, behind motivation obviously we have intrinsic and in- extrinsic motivation basically um, like self-generated or like perceival of others um, when it comes to intrinsic and extrinsic and I feel like it's probably a bit of both for most things um, and I know a lot of people say you have to be intrinsically motivated, but I've always been of the thoughts like, fuck, whatever gets the job done. Like if you're doing something just to prove someone, ro- something, someone wrong or to make someone proud and you get it done. Or for a t-shirt. Or for a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I feel like people are doing it more. People aren't doing it for the t-shirt. It's a self-fulfillment thing like we mentioned. Um, but I just wanted to sort of think like, and have a chat about it and del- delve into it deeper because uh, every now and then people will ask like, um, and we've tried to answer before, Troy and I, like, like what keeps you motivated? And it's more like what keeps you motivated to keep training? 
Um, but like what keeps us motivated to seek out these epic sort of things? And I say, yeah, we're going to call them epic. Um, and I've been trying to do that, especially the last like three years sort of thing. And I think running has done it for me a little bit. Um, originally like powerlifting was that and now for me it's not like it's not that epic thing for me to go and do a powerlifting comp because I've done a handful um, or more than a handful Um, so there's always that next little step and there's a little bit in the you know the research about motivation that sort of makes sense when it comes to that so when you guys say like if I said Blake what's your motivation why are you doing this swim like what would your answer be and it's hard it's hard to define these things i yeah. know because i've been asked before and i'm like ah because that's what i do <laughs> yeah so do you so, have so i think i me? think mine is mine is all i think all my motivation with what i do is both intrinsic and extrinsic yep i think intrinsic it's more of that self-fulfillment but i don't know what motivates me is 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 fear and then that's fear of not not doing something because I'm too scared to do it or it's too crazy to do it or yep. I don't believe I could do it and just feel of also not reaching my potential. Now, potential can be a very broad thing and it can be whatever you make it, but I, um, I put myself up and, and aim high. It's like if, if I can do it, why wouldn't I? Exactly, yep. yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's more... So the intrinsic side is, is self-fulfillment to show myself that I can do it and like... Yeah, just like that shit. Like, all right, it kind of—I've never done it before. Let's let's see what happens with it. And yeah. and to go back to the swim, I actually thought it was earlier in the year. Yeah, and that's why it. I signed up for it because yeah. I. Like, it's in two weeks. I was like, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, so I was <laughs> so I would have been like real green for it. I would have been real green for it, and I think I would have been I like, like four four months post surgery, and I kind of wanted to do it just to sink or swim kind of thing, and just like, all right, yeah, are you gonna fucking do it or not? Now I've got a bit more time. It's it's actually quite nicer. So that, that's more the intrinsic, but extrinsic as well. I, I like um, the extrinsic might even come like afterwards as well. Like you're you're proud and you do sort of want people to be like, oh well done, Blake. That's fucking awesome, man. Like you broke your leg and yeah. now look at your sort of thing. See, I don't I don't look for in anything I do the like tap on the back kind of thing. It's more of like I'm an older brother, so like I like to the way I've been growing up and like my. Like the far, the male figures in my in my life have kind of said like you're the oldest so you, you've got people what two young ones watching you yeah so that's kind of a motivation to show like I've always been like uh, show my brother Taylor, and sister how to do it Taylor yeah, yeah, you gotta t- go for a swim yeah, next year mate yeah T you're up <laughs> but also like around your crowd that you hang out with as well uh, I feel like you know I can feel it from the vibes that we have at the gym you, you are your environment and and like with with my mates or my social group. If you can show them that you can do some pretty crazy or cool things and you're pushing yourself, if it's one person or two of the boys, or and I've actually seen it happen, like some of the boys will come up to you and they'll, it'll be, it'll be a one-on-one moment and they'll be like, oh, bro, like, I really want to like do this or do that. And they're kind of half, one foot in, one foot out. Yep, and, yep, and, they yep. come, and they come to you for that and it's like, bro, fucking have a crack. Yeah. Like, why not? And that's with, that doesn't have to be physical. That could be job, like life. Yep. Like it could just be anything. Yeah, yeah, So that's yep. kind of my motivation. Of yeah. yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I, I, I find it hard to um, communicate it, I'd say. I find it hard to communicate my motivations behind, you know, anything I've sort of done. And it's, 
and that I'm trying to find that myself like what really is it um, and it's I don't know it's like I said it's hard to define some of these times and, and hard to communicate for me so one of the um, when we look at the psychology behind motivation we used to have this uh, there used to be an instinct theory so they used to just say that we have these instincts to perform these actions um, and some of them would be physiological some of them would be psychological and then they slowly started to figure out that um, like once those needs were met we had uh, a want to be optimally aroused so there's a, an arousal theory of motivation which is probably where a lot of what we do comes in because when we look at uh, like our hierarchy of needs we've sort of got everything met we've got like where we're not hungry we're not thirsty like we move on to the next thing and then uh, we look at like we're safe we've got friends family that sort of thing then it starts to become like a self-esteem self-fulfillment sort of need that we're trying to trying to I don't know uh, what would you say address so I feel like that's probably it like we want to feel uh, fulfilled in what we do and once we do something that next thing is normally bigger and that's where that sort of arousal that optimal arousal sort of thing so you run a marathon and you get used to running marathons and then all of a sudden oh fuck we got to run something longer or we got to do them closer together or we got to do them faster we're always searching for that you know optimal arousal um, and that works in both ways as well because if we're we go past that point then we're searching for that like relaxation we need rest that mm. sort of thing so we're always in this balance between being aroused which is a funny term I find um, and then like uh, that relaxation mode as well so one of the things in the psychology book I was reading through and they sort of, they mentioned this um, about Edmund Hillary. They asked him what the motivation to climb Everest was. So he was the first dude to climb Everest, if you didn't know. Um, and, he, and he replied, because it's there. And that's that sort of like, I, everything else is sweet. Like we're, we're, we want to go out and find these things and search and explore um, in terms of landscapes, but in terms of like, parts of yourself you didn't know you had that's that sort of out of your comfort zone how am i going to react how much like am i going to bottle it that sort of thing fuck that's a gangster reply though. <laughs> that is it because it's, it's there, there. <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah man. psychologists have noted uh we have a desire to be optimally aroused i'm reading notes if you can't tell um so it suggests that some people and i, I put some in brackets i added that in are driven to perform actions to in order to maintain an optimal level of physiological arousal um, so one of the uh, key assumptions of the arousal theory is that we are motivated to pursue actions that help us maintain an ideal balance when we become overly aroused we seek those relaxing activities that sort of thing so I feel like that's probably our motivation behind it is you know we're fed like we live a cushy fucking life and that's why you see all these fucking rich pricks mainly because they're the only ones that can afford it climbing Everest and like, like they need something that, or, you know, taking their partying too much. It works in that way as well. Mm. Like they need that thing that's going to take them away from the boring 
mundane, same old, same old. And I feel like that's probably me. And that was probably when it comes to my training, like why I've sort of stepped away from squat, bench, deadlift, like training being my sole focus. I need sort of something else. And it was CrossFit for a little bit or I'd go through cycles. So a bit of CrossFit, a bit of running because uh, you get into that maybe it's that sort of little bit of attention deficit disorder when it comes into to training that like what's next what's what else can we do um but i think it was just, it was just interesting to look at that and it sort of helped me understand and maybe communicate why i do certain things when people ask i don't know yeah. what are your thoughts jacob got any thoughts on this I mean, so, it's very deep. And so, psycho- so, so many. I should, I should have wrote them down. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll try. I'll try get through it quickly. Um, yeah, we'll I, cut I, you off if it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that you will. Um, thanks for that. Um, so, I, like, first of all, one of the things that like I was thinking about at the start, and a big part of it is like sometimes, um, say, if you're explaining it to someone else, to me, a lot of the time I look at it, and I, I suppose I've only started to look at it this way, but. I think when we're all younger, especially, you know, doing teenager and that, you sort of like treat your body like garbage and that. But another way for me to look at it, if we're not talking about the psychological side of it, it is still part of that. But for instance, someone, you know, we all have a friend who's like, um, you know, let's say I I have a couple of mates who just like don't care about themselves at all, um, but will put absolutely all their time and money into their car, right? Like, and every single time they add something onto that car and it's faster or it's bigger or it's better or it's nicer, they look at it almost like this piece of kind of work that they're working on and it's constantly getting better and that's their way of putting something into it. They'll like completely let themselves go. They're overweight. They like treat their body like crap and they'll have health health problems, but like their car's cool. So I think to explain it to someone who doesn't understand it, let's say if we were explaining it to someone who doesn't even do fitness, because that's generally some of the people who ask you, to me, I've looked at my body in, in ways like that before, which is something not everyone understands and even you to an extent because you've always sort of said that you've, like for instance, you've always thought like bodybuilding is hell weird. Um, and I can understand why because it is very weird. Um, <laughs> but in a way, I can understand why people look at it because it's almost like in the way they do because it's like it's almost like an investment. So they, you know, yep. the problem with bodybuilding is it actually got very unhealthy now. But there is, especially back in the day, I suppose that's where a lot of that motivation can come from because, and, and, and that's probably that intrinsic motivation again because you're like, you're not really doing it for other people and, and, and funnily enough for a sport that you're about to get up and, and kind of have everyone look at you for isn't your primary motivation. The primary motivation is I'm bigger this time, I'm leaner this time, I'm fitter this time, I'm stronger this time and to have that kind of thing where you're building this kind of so artwork you, that you is sort you. Of, you sort of think the finding these little epic things is sort of like putting that spoiler on and adding that little bit extra using that car analogy you, uh, you find you feel like that's is that what you sort of no no i just think that there's there's other parts to it and i think that's like you know like for me um obviously i got a lot bigger and a lot of that hasn't really i wouldn't say it's like really done a lot like it's done things for me but for, for my biggest thing is it's more or less that i feel like i've invested my time into myself Yep. into the way that I look and the way that I feel and the way that I can now perform. Um, and at the end of the day, like none of this other shit matters, like cars, computers, like laptops, houses, nothing really matters at the end of the day because like you're the only thing that you can actually be 
in charge of and can control and it's like it's the only thing you truly own if you think about it all these things aren't real um you're the only thing that getting you truly deep on own. us now but well you asked me the question brother what'd you expect but my, laptop laptop feels real but yeah but that I mean that's where we feel different man you know what i mean that's how i look at it i've learned to like i'm not a materialistic person it's the same reason that like i have seven of these shirts and i wear them like every day because i don't really give a shit about like what i'm wearing or like anything that i own to me I like me and my body alone and my mind is my investment and like throughout life I carry that with me and nothing else that I have in my laptop bag or my bag or my car means shit to me because at the end of the day this is what I own and I've built it so okay. th- th- that's that's intrinsic I think because that's where you're not too worried about I guess what other people think because that's what matters to you yep. but then also one of the other things I, I and, and talking about the Everest thing um, a little bit of that as well comes from like I love that answer so because it's there that's a wicked answer and and I think that 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 answer has a lot to it but also I like to think of it as like sometimes I've always gotten really blown away and I'll sit and think and talk to people about it and I've had conversations with people are just like man like you think too much and I'm like I know but the fact that we're at where we are in humanity is amazing to think that you know, people will invent, people invented the phone and people were blown away. But the fact that we went from, you know, wherever we were, so basically, you know, uh, Neanderthals and, and cavemen or whatever, to even just the first thing, even just little things like like fire and all the, and building a house. And just the fact that those ideas came from nothing, you had nothing to base it off. You know what I mean? There was nothing to base anything off because you had nothing before it. So a lot of that has to do with that again, because imagine those times back then, people were looking at things and going, I'm going to do that because it's there. Because they had no other motivation to. They had no reason to... No one else was doing it in front of them and they were going, oh, he's doing it, I'll do it. People were discovering things for the first time. So they were simply only doing it because it was there. Which is a motivation that is only intrinsic because there's no motivation otherwise. You've lost me a little bit, but... Yeah, but that's... Yeah, (laughs) but, but, but what I'm saying is, like, a lot of the time we're looking... Like, to me, I think that overanalyzing the motivation thing in terms of like um sorry is it extrinsic like that sort of thing with getting it from other people um like we've done that we've created that and and it's like it doesn't even really to me it's like it doesn't even really need to be there in the sense that you can get it from other people and it's and it's helpful as well and that's because as human beings we all share it but i mean it's like the intrinsic stuff um is coming from a place of curiosity as well is what i mean it's like as humans we're interested in so it really, it really is that self-fulfillment then? It's, it's, it's self-fulfillment, but I mean, in a, in, in a way of sense of like, yeah, you're looking to fulfill yourself, but also it's like wonder is what I mean. It's like, yep. because you don't know what's next. You don't even know if it's going to fulfill you, but you want to try it simply because it's something that you haven't done before. So it's not completely yeah. about fulfillment. It's a, That's you know where I mean? that, that optimal arousal comes in because it's, yeah. we're looking for something that's going um, gonna to take us away from the boring, from the mundane. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on. Um, we've got a few minutes. Um, I want to talk about. We're not going to talk about um, goals because I feel like we'll, or like how to set goals, all that sort of stuff. But we're going to talk about what's next. Um, what are we looking at doing? And I know Blakey, you were like you wanted to hold some things close to your chest you, rather than talk about it. You wanted to be about it, but you can do both <laughs> as long as you do both. Yeah. Um, so I've got like a couple that I'm thinking of uh, a couple of little epics that I'm trying to sort of work towards. I want to do the six peaks in the Stirling Ranges in one day. 
um, which is like uh, three and a half, four thousand meters elevation and twenty eight k's of running um, up Bluff Knoll, Tilburn up, Hassel, uh, Tilburn up or something, and one other Mount Trio. I think there's yeah there's six of them down there. I want to do that. I want to do the Cape to Cape, either running and like have someone bring my stuff in or just pack it up take everything with me i want to do that as well uh i'm think i am thinking like a longer swim too like a 5k open water which will be rough because i've always had it in my head that i'm not a good swimmer but i like them i like that um the sterling rangers one that'll be that'll be juicy yeah no that's uh well i've done bluff knoll i've done tulburn up and i was like the the other ones are smaller um doesn't mean they're can't be as hard um but talk to me about some other things we want to do like uh i will let out a little bit so my goals at the moment of more based around my rehab because i'm not really putting on looking too far past this this leg yep in a way so i have a little mission a couple of missions i'm going to call them yep uh, i want to ride from mandra to perth in a yep. day and back 100Ks, is it? Yeah, something like that. And then yep. also ride to Augusta. It'll be more than that, won't it? There and back it will be. Yeah. yeah. And then ride to Augusta. Ride to Augusta. Which is 247. 247 clicks? Yeah. Shit. So I've got a, lot of, uh, got a couple of other ones that uh, will be later on in the year. But again, at the moment, I'm looking at uh, what I can do at the moment. Yep. And not putting a time limit on this leg. Yep. Are you so, someone that's like, because I know I am, I'm, I'm sort of like, yeah, Iron Man, that'll get done eventually. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are you someone like that? Yeah, like you've yeah. got those things in the back of your head yeah. like that needs to get done? Yeah. So yeah. I've, got a, I've got a bucket list. Yeah. But I'm more, again, of... We need to, should we start writing these things down? Yeah, we can. Oh, I've got them written down. Yeah. But we, maybe we can have like a little thing up here that the boys can... Start ticking them off. Tick them off. Yeah, that'd be mean in the office. We could have like a little uh, a sh- little short term and we can actually yeah. run the goals towards them, like short term, like to get us towards these longer ones. Yeah. But yeah, them them long, like the bucket list ones, I'll, uh, I'll talk about it after I've done it kind of thing oh this guy now nah, fuck it i was saying now i'll get an iron man done yeah like i might be 45 when i get it done i yeah. might be 55 it's oh, gonna happen but it'll get done yeah um it's probably time i'd get look into like a half but i feel like i could probably do a half like most days of the week <laughs> that sounds cocky as but like uh a half iron man i feel like i want I, I sort of want to hold the capacity to be able to knock that out nearly every weekend I'm probably not right there at the moment with the extra powerlifting training, taking away a little bit of the conditioning, but I want to be at that level where like a 70.3, which is like the half Ironman, just, yep, not a breeze, it'll still be tough, yeah. but when is it? Oh, Saturday, yep. Yeah. I want to be that. Goggin style. I want to be that ready. Goggin style. Yeah, I want to be that ready. What about you, Jacob? Any um, anything on the horizon? You got your first sanctioned comp. Um, anything else after that? Haven't thought about it. I'll just you just got to get on with it, bro. I'm not going to say anything else. I'll just I'm just trying to focus on having a good day today, bro. So we'll just see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't want doesn't want to get doesn't want to let us know because we'll be hounding him. I hope he's got some juicy things. Yeah, lined he better. Up, we'll see what happens. He's got to get yeah. going anyway. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Guys, uh, I think that's it. I think we've covered uh, a fair bit today. An hour. We don't need to go any longer. Yeah. 
We've got places some, to be. Hopefully three in three days. Info. Three in three days with the podcast. We'll get back to... Um, well, we'll see if we can knock out one next week. Guys, if you've listened this long, make sure you uh, do all the sharing things. Let me bring up my notes so I can run you through it. If you're listening on iTunes, subscribe. Hit us with a five-star review. Spotify, follow, switch on notifications. Share that screenshot on your Instagram so we can share it as well. We enjoy it. Thank you very much, boys. Later. And thank you very much, guys, for listening. Peace.